This episode of the OP Radio Podcast, sponsored by Skylight Frame. It's a photo frame you can update instantly by email from anywhere. And right now, you can get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame. Just go to skylightframe.com, enter the promo code OPOPIE. That's skylightframe.com, S K Y L I G H T F R A M E, skylightframe.com. Don't forget about the promo code OPOPIE. What's the story, morning glory? Oh, wow, what a day. Good morning, Brian Bernard. How are you, buddy? I think you're first today. And John Jobin and Mike Mead. Good morning, Mike. Troy, what's up, buddy? Morning to you. Right back at you. Brandon Hollinger, a lot of the regulars. James Morris, what's going on? And Gail Soto and Tara. What's up, Tara, Darren Albertson, and Dave Hartley, and Vinny, and Jacob, and Ilias, it looks like, Scott Watson, what's up, man? So, uh, but how is everybody? It's uh, it's going to be like 60 degrees here at the ocean today. It's going to be just wonderful. We're going to be, uh, I think we're going to try to do a little fishing. Maybe, uh, maybe I'll go fishing with Big Arn today. Have a couple beers and see if there's any fish left in this ocean. I don't know why I'm talking like this, but I am. Uh, no to satellite radio. Yeah, I. Um, it's so funny. I, 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 I post and talk about my life, and then people turn around and don't believe me, and then I just sit back and laugh and go, whatever, dude. But uh, I turned down an offer to go back to um, Sirius XM. It wasn't right. I don't really have a show. Uh, I mean, I have a show. I have the Facebook Live. I have you guys, but I, I don't have a show that I feel like is fully developed. So I, I would be behind the eight ball. Um, Sirius XM came sniffing around before COVID, and uh, I, uh, I was, I was interested, I guess, to be honest with you. Um, hold on, there's a text message coming in from somebody. And then, um, is there coffee? What is there? Of course, there's coffee. I'm getting a text message. Is there coffee? Um, and uh, they came to me again, and I, I, I just, uh, I said no. Um, I don't know if that's the way to go. Plus, plus the deal wasn't quite right, and I, I really believe I can make a lot more money on my podcast eventually. So, and I've also been told to shut up about it. So, uh, I think I'd better shut up about it. They weren't happy that I tweeted. I'm like, look, that's what I do. You know that's what I do. I talk about my life. Let everyone else be scared and not talk about uh, stuff. I, I can't tell you how many times um, I've had guests in studio tell me the most amazing things right before the mics turn on and then go, uh, but we can't talk about that. And then there were times I said, fuck that, and we talked about it. But there were a lot of times, not going to lie to you, where you're like, oh, fuck, man. If I now talk about this, this guy will never come back on the show. Or the uh, publicist is going to be pissed off, or his people are going to be pissed off. 
so frustrating. And I, my, my thought was always, that's the good stuff. That's the stuff that people will be talking about long after you leave this studio. Uh, I don't know. Uh, ha, check your driver's license. Great Twitter response. Oh, Todd Grant. Yeah, I fuck around with Kevin Brennan on Twitter, and then people think um, I, I dislike Kevin Brennan, and that's not true. Kevin Brennan tweeted, uh, is douchebag one or two words, and I tweeted back, check your driver's license. It got a big laugh by the Twitterverse. A huge laugh, lots of laughs. A lot of people sending me laugh emojis. Um, and then people were like, oh, shots fired and all that. No, Kevin Brennan quickly wrote ha 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 back to me. Um, he's asked me to do his podcast. I think I talked about it on the live stream. Um, I was kind of mad because we had a little sit down lunch at Get Parts that went swimmingly. And I actually gave him some advice moving forward. And, um, and then we like uh, took a picture and we put it on um, on social media and people were freaked out that we had lunch together. But I, I, I knew Kevin Brennan way before he was doing anything for, for Anthony's uh, network or whatever he calls it over there. So, um, you know, I've, I've known Kevin a long time. And, uh, and then he's like, do my podcast. And I'm like, no, man, I'm still mad at you. Going back to the just speaking my mind crap. Because at the Get Parts thing, I asked him to do my podcast. And he was a little too nervous or a little too scared at that moment in time to do my podcast. And I was thinking, but you're having lunch with me and we're posting pictures on social media. What's the fucking difference, my friend? But with that said, I think eventually I'll either do his podcast or he'll do mine. And I'm, um, I'm in full agreement that his brother's a, just a fucking dick. <laughs> You know, I know, like, Kevin Brennan, you know, he's the brother of Neil Brennan, who's way more famous. And I think Kevin Brennan is really fucking funny. So it must drive him nuts. And I guess they don't really get along. And um, Neil Brennan's in a commercial, and he also was part of that um, Comedy Store documentary series that I watched and loved. And I think he was the only guy that popped up on camera that was not likable, was this Neil Brennan. I don't even know if he's funny, to be honest with you. I, I haven't really checked out a lot of his uh, stand-up. But uh, I'm, a, I'm in agreement if Kevin is out there today. Uh, your brother is very unlikable. Opie, you honestly seem to do your best alone. You do have a good show. Thank you, Brandon Blades. I mean, it's, it's coming into its own. After Carl's passing and then, and then leaning on Vic and then Vic's passing, which I, I still can't wrap my head around. Just um, just imagine the, the two closest people in your life. Now, I got friends that I've known longer, and they're still very, very uh, important to me and very close to me, but you, they live far away and this and that. I got lifelong friends, but as far as day-to-day, -day, the two people that you hang out with uh, the most both die. Just imagine that. Think of those two people in your own head right now. And also think what the fuck that would do to you. So I've been uh, I've been a little lost since April, a little lost. Um, I, I I knew I wanted to continue, but then it just uh, it threw everything into a tizzy, and I had to start over. And uh, I found you, people, and it it kind of makes sense to uh, work off you, people. With the Facebook Live and, and then throw some episodes out there. And now I'm starting to expand and getting back to putting um, guests on. 
on a uh, you know once a week type basis and uh, it's starting to become something and then when I feel like it is it's actually something like really something then then like an offer from uh, Sirius or somebody else would be uh, way more enticing oh do you have any of the what do you have any of the XM Thanksgiving photos left you willing to I don't have any of my stuff Iraq Iraq took uh, pretty much all the Opie and Anthony stuff out of the office and my archives and everything. And uh, for whatever reason, I guess I'm, I, 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 uh, I, I don't deserve them back or something. I don't know. And, you know, I've asked a couple times over the years. And uh, it's kind of ridiculous that, you know, the Opie from Opie and Anthony has literally nothing. I have literally no archives. I got the archives from my solo show because um, somebody else gave that to me by the way a super fan gave that to me um there's another super fan in austin that gave me my entire career up to that moment and um i did give it to e-rock for safekeeping and uh i don't have that uh, i don't have autographed uh, pictures anymore from all the celebrities that came through e-rock just started giving all that stuff away online and then he wonders why when he texts me that i don't really want to talk to him uh, what else can I tell you about that? Oh, and then when I got let go from SiriusXM, it was a let go. They paid all, paid out every single cent of my contract. I officially was not fired because uh, the charge against me was bullshit, and we proved that. Blah blah blah. I'm not supposed to talk about that either. I should shut my fucking mouth, but I feel like I can talk about it a little bit because I'm in the good graces of uh, SiriusXM these days. As long as I stop talking about what I was uh, tweeting about yesterday. Okay. Um. But uh, when I did leave, I had a, I had a video camera, a, a pretty nice video camera for the time, and a whole box of uh, video. Um, we kind of filmed almost every show we did over there, and uh, they never gave that stuff back to me either. I don't have any of that stuff. I literally have nothing. I have nothing. If I want to just uh, strip away my spacesuit. <laughs> You realize stuff doesn't matter anyway, so fuck it. What am I going to do? I kind of want some of the archives, um, you know, for my family. When I'm long fucking gone, maybe for my kids or whatever. But besides that, fuck them. What am I going to do? Dude, I had no clue. I'm sorry for bringing this up, LOL. No worries, Troy Wilson. We We just sit here and talk about shit, you know? No worries at all. Pia Broderick, yeah, 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 there was a coup, there was a coup, uh, there was a coup against me, and I lost, I am here to tell you, I lost, there was some shit going on behind the scenes, and boy, did it hit me like a goddamn sledgehammer on the side of the face, I lost, Ursula Morshead, you are a big part of people's lives more than you know, thank you, Ursula, I like this group. I like this group a lot. Oh, the holidays just around the corner. Are you looking for a way to stay connected with the loved ones during the holidays? You know, with the social distancing and the Rona, it's making it very, very hard for all of us to get together. That's why I want to bring to your attention the skylight frame. We all have people in our lives that we're simply not going to be able to see during the holidays. And the skylight frame is perfect. The Skylight Frame is a photo frame you can update instantly by email from anywhere. 
It's a great way to feel close to those you love, even when you're separated. Sets up effortlessly in under 60 seconds. You just plug it in. Use the touchscreen to connect to your wireless network and enjoy. Multiple people could send photos to the frame, so it's a great way to keep large networks of friends and families in touch. Looks good too, by the way. They got gorgeous 10-inch touch screens. You could swipe through photos with your finger and even tap to thank the person who sent a photo. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Basically, if you don't love your skylight, they'll offer you a full refund. So you might as well just check it out. I have bought many of these frames over the last couple of years, and every person that we have sent them to have loved them. Now we have a special offer for you. Get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com. Enter the promo code OPOPIE. At the very least, go to Skylight Frame. Let me spell that out for you. S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E. Skylightframe.com. Check it out for yourself. And use the promo code OPOPIE to get that $10 off. Once again, skylightframe.com, promo code OPIE. Uh, oh, we're watching The Crown. <laughs> Anyone else watching The Crown? Does that make me a little, you know, does that make me a little light in the loafers if I like watching The Crown? Donna wants to know. Am I the right caller? What were you calling for? Um, Donna Summer tickets. Oh. Donna Summer tickets. Are you a big Donna Summers fan? Yes, but I'm more of a point five fan. Uh -huh. Oh boy, oh, here we go. You know the right go. to say. Here we go. Let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. You're going to see Donna Summers. You're kidding. Congratulations. Thank you. Matter of fact, uh, we're going to put you in the front row. Front row what do you say? For Donna Summers. What do you say? I don't believe it. Thank you very much. Congratulations. Thank you. Hey, what color panties are you wearing? I'm wearing a bathing suit. Donna Summer wants to know. What kind of bathing suit are you wearing? A one-piece, a thong, bikini? A bikini. I'm sun tanning. Sun tanning. And then by my pool is my radio with point five on it. Oh, boy. Hey, she says yeah. it again. Look you know at that. Since she's mentioned the station so many times, mm -hmm. I think another prize is in order. You like the disco era? Yes, I the do. The whole disco dancing thing? Absolutely. How about a disco weekend in Las Vegas, Nevada? Yeah! <laughs> That's right. You'll be whisked away to Las Vegas, Nevada to see Donna Summer in Las Vegas. Are you serious? We are serious. I can't believe this. You just have to tell us one thing. What? What's the strangest object you've ever used during sex? The what? Donna wants to know. Nothing. You're a virgin. <laughs> you're no. A big, you're a big fat virgin. Yeah. Big fat virgin. And what's your favorite station? Point five. She said it again. Yeah. You know what you're gonna win now? What? A trip on the space shuttle. Yeah, the first person in space. You're going to see Donna Summer on the space shuttle. Isn't this fantastic? Oh, this is wonderful. <laughs> Have you ever been on the space shuttle? No, I haven't. Oh, Have it's you? beautiful. Yes. Fantastic. It's going to have a big disco ball. Mm -hmm. They're going to decorate it all. Hey, do you know how to dial a phone? <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's your favorite sexual position? Hello. Donna wants to know. Hello. Oh, no. Is she hanging up finally? She's gone. Oh, my God. It took forever. I'm watching The Crown, though. 
The story of Lady Di is very, very fascinating. My God. And then I went on Netflix, and there's an actual documentary on, uh, on Lady Di. So I think we're going to uh, digest that as well. But the House of Windsor, Windsor is, a, is a pretty exhausting uh, place. They're an exhausting family. The stupid queen. Fuck the queen. Who that? Why, why would they put up with that still? Why don't the people get together in where? England? What do, what do they rule? They rule more than England, don't they? Scotland? Well, I don't know. I don't, I don't know any of it. And I watched The Crown. I'm not even learning. And uh, I don't know why the people don't yank that stupid queen out of that dumb castle and say, we're done with this. This is ridiculous. Like, she doesn't really have an opinion on things, but the government is ruled in her name. What? And then they're not allowed to marry people they, they're actually in love with because they got to protect the crown, the stupid fucking crown. On the latest uh, episode we watched, uh, it was very appropriate. The first scene, they show a mouse just running across the floor in the castle. And I'm like, that's fucking right. Fuck that place. And fuck those people. Ugh. I mean, the rest of, the rest of what? society and the people they have to fight over crumbs as they give most of the money to the crown why do they put up with that crap who would put up with that crap well i guess people at sirius xm the rest of the uh the workers over there fight over the crumbs as they give all the money to hayward to hayward stern which <laughs> jen ferris which lady die had a worse life I would say Lady Diane. I mean, uh, the uh, the queen or the princess. Was she a queen, a princess? No, a princess. I should know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think she had a worse life. But she was stupid if you're, um, if you're to follow what you learn uh, watching The Crown. I don't think she was ever in love, uh, in love with the, the, the big ears guy. What's, what's his name? Prince, uh, Prince Charles? She got caught up in the whole dumb thing. She wasn't in love, and, and Prince Charles wanted to to marry that that uh, that hag. And now, all these years later, they're finally together. But that was his true love. He sure wasn't into looks. I mean, my philosophy is we're all into looks. So you 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 find something that looks nice, and then you hope they got something inside to back up their looks. My old friend, Brother Weed, said, never marry a face. And I never forgot that. And I'm here to say that I absolutely went out with a few faces. And they almost destroyed me, my friends. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, there you are. Why are you sitting on the dryer? And why is he up against you as you sit on the dryer? Oh, we're just friends. Oh, okay. I'm going to go back upstairs. I'll see you in a half hour. Is that good? Should I give you a half hour to continue your conversation down in the basement as you sit on the dryer with this guy dry humping the dryer in your crotch? Okay, I'll be upstairs. I'm going to go talk to your mother. Too much information? Yeah, maybe. And then that guy. <laughs> I wish I could remember his name. It was, a, it was a gal I, uh, I dated in Buffalo. 
and I really wish I remembered his name. He was on a home improvement show years later. I'm watching this home improvement show. I forgot the name of it. I don't think it's on TV anymore. And uh, he was like a light-skinned uh, black guy. And he, he became kind of famous. And I'm like, holy shit, I think that's the guy that my girlfriend was banging and saying she wasn't banging him while I was going out with her. And then, lo and behold, we're at a uh, virus tour. I... I, I lose track of um, the cities, but I think it was Worcester. I think it was Worcester, Mass. I think we did a, a virus tour with all those comedians in Worcester, Mass back in the day. And uh, I swear, I think we were at a, a rest stop or something. I'm trying to remember exactly. But his bus pulls up that had the logo of the show. And I went, holy shit. And he was there. And he remembered me. And I go, dude, I need to know. Now, this is... No joke, uh, I don't know, at least 10, 12 years later. So trust me, I, I didn't give two shits about it. And I go, come on, let me, you know, you got to let me know, were you? And he goes, of course I fucking was. <laughs> and then we, then we were just two guys laughing and high-fiving. Oh, my God. And then, of course, he said something like, you know, she got really fat. Sorry, gals, this is how guys talk. I go, Really? So I think he was trying to make me feel better all these years later. But I'm like, dude, I don't even care, man. I think I was actually engaged at that point. So, true story. On your home of rock and roll. Then I had the other one. And I moved to Cape Cod. As we're doing a long-distance relationship. She wouldn't let me visit her. And stupid me because I was naive. Because of my controlling mother. So she sent me out into the world as a naive little idiot. And then finally she's like, okay, you could visit me. I'm like, oh, geez, thanks. Considering we're going out, this is really nice. Thank you. This is going to be a treat. I appreciate it. So I drove all the way from Rochester all the way to Cape Cod, blowing off Boston for the weekend where all my friends were partying and having the time of their lives. I go to Cape Cod and uh, she picks me up so I'm trying to remember if I took a bus or a uh, train or something I certainly didn't have my car at that point and because uh, I'm sure I hitched a ride to Boston with Buzzy to get some details out and then at that point I was calling her begging her I, I need to see you and she goes alright fine you can come tomorrow and then um, she picked me up wherever I was dropped off and she opens the back of her car the trunk and they're staring me in the face with size at least 13, maybe 14 basketball shoes. And that, my friends, is also a true story. And she looked at me with this panic, and I looked at her like, holy fuck. I mean, we still had, you know, sex and stuff for the weekend. And I think that was the last time I saw her. And then she moved back to um, Rochester, New York. I was living in Buffalo, and she was begging to see me. And I'm like, all right, come on to Buffalo. And we had a... a a jolly good time in Buffalo for the weekend. A wonderful, wonderful time. And she brought a girlfriend from my friend Paul. And, uh, you know, we would peek out from uh, the bedroom to watch them have sex on the couch. That's another true story. And we laughed and laughed and laughed. And she's probably thinking, oh, my God, our relationship is going to be back together after this wonderful weekend. And I said uh, to myself, nah, I'm just getting uh, a little... Uh, uh, a little revenge and I'm, I'm going to have one more fun time with you and that's it. And she moved back, uh, she went back to Rochester. I stayed in Buffalo and I never saw her again. 
And I told you about Josh, the quarterback in Utica, right? I think we did that one already. Where I took a bus to Utica to see my college girlfriend. And, you know, uh, before we met her high school sweetheart, I just happened to be the quarterback of the football team, you know? Big fucking athletic stud of a guy. And I was still developing. I was a late bloomer. Still needed a little extra hair on my balls, but it came in eventually. And uh, over the summer, you know, after having a wonderful uh, time at college together, um, I went up there to see her for a long weekend, and uh, she takes me to a bar, and good old Josh walks in. She picked the bar that she knew the guy was going to be going to. And at that moment, I'm like, oh... Oh, I see. You're dating Josh over the summer. I look like a fucking fool. And then this guy came up to me. He's trying to talk to me. And I just I just can't even compete with this guy. He's a, a, a true athlete. And I'm like, oh, great. I was looking at bus schedules. Like, when can I leave this fucking hellhole? I tell these stories because all of you have a story like this. All of you. You could have banged the chicken Batavia and saved the gas money, Jimmy Jam. I laugh because that's a geography joke. <laughs> that that uh, that road trip from Rochester to Buffalo, and also from Geneseo to uh, Buffalo was a long one. And you always wanted to stop in Batavia because it was kind of halfway. And. <laughs> There was never anything to stop for in Batavia. <laughs> whoa, hey, what happened there? You should have effed her dad. What, whoa, Rachel, what's what's up with that, Rachel? Whoa, whoa, this took a, a dramatic turn. My puppy's doing good, Sean Mengel. Uh, I think I told you guys the the dog's balls dropped out of nowhere. He's got two giant walnuts now. One day he didn't have them, the next day he did, and uh, I looked at my wife like, what the fuck is that? She's laughing at me. I'm like, what? Because at first I thought he blew out his asshole. Maybe from eating something off the uh, the beach. And it turns out, no, his balls dropped. So now he's peeing on everything. Now he really wants to mark his territory. But he's not peeing in the, in the house. Uh, all right, hold on a minute. Uh, I, I couldn't see the comments for a little while. Hold on. Um, in some some groups, people ask for advice on how to get back at their boyfriends, and we say, fuck his dad. Oh, 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 my. Okay, now I understand. Now I'm in on the joke. Thank you. I should have filmed what? The, the balls dropping? My friend having uh, sex on the couch as me and my ex were peeking? You gotta remember, man. I'm an older. I'm an older gentleman. I'm so old. I remember when Rudy Giuliani, Geraldo, and Sean Hannity were normal people. That's how old I am. You're you're that old too, John Quartz. It's kind of creepy to see what's happening to Rudy Giuliani. I'm sure a bunch of you will not agree because he's trying to defend Trump, and I understand that. But uh, he's a fucking mess, this Rudy Giuliani. 
the hair dye incident will go down in history. They'll be playing that on TV for the next hundred years. And no one, no one could like get his attention and go, yo, dude. <laughs> he finally started wiping it off after he was on national TV for, I don't know, at least a half hour before somebody gave him something to wipe it down. I literally have no idea what he said because you're just sitting there in amazement. You're, you're thinking to yourself, am I really seeing this? Just brown streams dripping down the side of his face, both sides of his face. Oh, uh, the press conference at the Four Seasons, that too. Like, it's, it's, I think Netflix needs to sign Rudy Giuliani and his team immediately. I would watch that over the crown in a second. Fuck the crown. Bring on the Rudy Giuliani press conference show. Uh, Brandon Hollinger, uh, he's more than losing it. He is gone. Rudy Giuliani is gone. All right, Brian Bernard's calling it. Have a great day, all. What's the story? Morning glory. Boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo. Boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo.